0: to the job podcast this is easy money drew please like subscribe forward share all of the above because this is purpose driven while i find my personal legend i want to help you find yours. anyhow let's get to it but first like subscribe share follow forward all of the above for all of the social medias holla at your boy welcome to the podcast all right y'all Time for another Job of Panora Live. I have Miss Blessing coming on who has a very interesting business model. Hey, Shanique, what's up, sis? Um, that I am hopefully going to share more about her story with. She has a bunch of VAs, she's also in Path to Prosperity. She's like one of the more original members, like early, early on. But she said that um, she saw a post from me uh and she ended up going through the process of potentially getting a va but once she went through um a little bit of our process she already had vas and she decided it made more sense for her to uh to to just better manage the one she's had and bring another one back but she has a very interesting business model uh she's a entrepreneur i'm, I'm excited for her to jump on and it's perfect timing if we're able to get her because This uh, ClickFunnels, your first funnel challenge that Russell Brunson is doing is fire. Anybody who has any type of product or service should have a funnel. That's all I'm going to say there. But uh, the guests that he's bringing on, including I think Myron Golden is going to be on at some point. Uh, Super, super fire. Um, But ClickFunnels is uh, an amazing tool and they got 2.0 coming out. This is not a pitch for ClickFunnels, by the way. Uh, let me get my affiliate link first, and then I'll then I'll pitch y'all. Uh, but um, 2.0 is coming out, and they're doing this free challenge—literally free. Um, you just ha- you do have to give your credit card because after 30 days they're going to charge you, but you can always cancel before that. But they give you access to ClickFunnels 2.0, which has a CRM, it has uh, marketing and advertisement ca- capabilities. It has much more than just what the the original version of ClickFunnels has. So. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, blessing just joined. Let's go. I know she. I know. Look, okay. How you just going? She just started following me, y'all. That's messed up, blessing. Oh, and you gonna send a request? Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh my bad. She ain't on yet. Hopefully, she don't hear me talking trash. Here we go.
1: Sorry for my my five minute tardiness here. I was trying to make it home. It's raining. I said, so let
0: me just pull over and do it from the car. Girl, I appreciate. it. And you looking fly like a bird. The car. I like the hair all up. I, I see you with the earrings on all that. <laughs> it's been a minute. How you been? I am doing good, Drew. How about yourself? Wonderful and terrific. I'm even more excited because I got you on and um. Yes. Let's now talk I get about to interview it. you because um, when we first met, it was through Path to Prosperity when I posted about my VAs. Uh-huh. Um, you went through the consultation, didn't decide to go with us, but I think you got game to where it helped you with your next steps, with your VAs and your business. And I just wanted to be able to share with the world what it is you do, your okay. backstory, so on and so forth. So, uh, my podcast is called the Job Apreneur Podcast. Okay. And what we do is, um, I give the definition of a job And then after that, we flow right into, um, your backstory, Um, you know, where you are now, and then where you look to go in the future, and then at the end, I'm going to ask you, uh, what's a job-opreneur to you? So, Blessing Destiny, I'm super excited to have you. Um, A job-opreneur to me is anybody who is making moves in and outside of their active income space to level up their income, to change their family's lives for generations, and with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Blessing to introduce herself and give a little bit of her backstory. All right, guys. So
1: repeat. I'm sorry. I was inviting some friends to so repeat what your <laughs> what jobpreneur is to you.
0: Yep. A jobpreneur to me is anybody who in their active space is leveling up their income um, while also making moves outside their active income space to ba- to build generational wealth.
1: Okay. Yes, guys. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So, you know, I tell people that I I, when I started wanting to make money, especially on social media, I was trying to be a follower following what I saw other people doing that was being successful for them. And it may not have been my lane, but it was working for them. So I felt the need to jump lanes. And since doing that, I really learned if I would have spent all my time and my energy and my focus in my lane, how much further I would actually be um, in what it is that I currently do. So with the word job, jobpreneur. This is the perfect time to look into what it is that you're doing for your 9 to 5, what you're doing for the man, and actually becoming an independent contractor. Like You could really level up your money by working for yourself and sharing yourself and duplicating yourself with virtual assistants to do so much more for so many other people than one company and just sitting there on a 9 to 5 collecting one check but really making yourself a business. And that's what I've been able to do. Like I started out working in a marketing firm that worked in personal injury. Wait, hold on, back to, up, back up, uh-huh. back up. All
0: right. So how long in general have you been working for yourself? And, and then let's go into the, the backstory.
1: Okay. So for, since I've been working 100% for myself, it's been four years now.
0: Nice. So mm-hmm. before the pandemic, beast mode, let's go. Talk about a boss, y'all. Yes. Yeah, so before
1: the pandemic, before the pandemic, I tell people that motherhood was really my reasoning for just jumping out there full term, full time. Um, I just knew the kind of mom I had. She had the luxury of really not working for anyone. I tell people that we really survived off of faith currency. I don't know how Ooh. we got a damn money, but we got <laughs> <laughs> but it. was it was clean. Like I've never seen my mom entertain anything crazy like she was such a queen and such a lady and such a christian that is faith currency like it wasn't a man it was just i asked her how we did it and she literally says god that's why i coined it as as faith currency
0: wow and
1: with that and then just my worth ethic that i have naturally when that when i became pregnant with my son i was like we just gotta do something different I don't necessarily have a desire to not work like my mom did. Like, I'm really a worker bee. Like, yeah. working really excites me. I am I just love it. But I want to work on my own terms so I can feel to my son that he has the same presence wow. that I had with my mom. Wow. So if a teacher called my mom from school, she was there in five minutes. If I needed my <laughs> mom for anything, she was able to show up. I want to work, but still show up. Yeah. So I had to go into business for
0: myself. That's a bar. Hold on. I want to work, but still show up. Y'all, I, I don't know if anybody caught that, um, but Blessing is dropping bars right now. Bars and gems. All right. Yes. So, so four years. All right. So now let's talk about that transition. So uh, you said personal injury is kind of your, your space of expertise. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, and it just kind of dawned on me recently. I started out uh, with a marketing firm that kind of did print design from for attorneys and chiropractors, all related to personal injury. We grew a referral business from that. We grew paralegal services from that. We grew partnering with attorneys wow. from that, and then leaving that business, I had experience now as personal injury for over for about ten years. Wow! I'm like, how am I going to leverage these skills? I literally have attorneys calling me like, can you come into my office and teach my paralegals how to do paralegal work, how to sell out cases? Uh, Can you help me with lead generation? And once upon a time, these were things I I was doing for others. And now I do it for myself and I can do it for several people and make several salaries at one time versus being locked down to one person. So when we start thinking like that, that's when that jobpreneur take you to the next level. And sometimes it's by default, but you just see it just makes so much sense that anything other than that is not worth your time.
0: Wow. Wow. So- All right, so let's talk about the transition. So when you, four years ago, when you're stepping out on faith, that faith currency, um, you know, what was it like? What was your mindset like? Uh, what type of experiences kind of gave you confirmation that you were making the right steps and going in the right direction?
1: Um, you know, if it wasn't for my, I just got to take it back to motherhood as a woman. If it wasn't not for my son, uh, I would probably still be doing what I was doing. Really? Yeah. I mean, even was, it was paying me well, I enjoyed doing what I was doing. Um, I had a very, uh, fair boss. He would give us bonuses and, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He would accommodate us and, and- and incentivize us for things that we did well. So at the time, I really wasn't looking for a new career change. Yeah. Uh, we even had conversations like the money that you're making here, it would be hard to make anywhere else. So yeah. it was really secure. I really liked yeah. being there for the most part. Yeah. But it was it was really that motherhood thing. So one of the one of the specific stories I can tell you guys is, I'm that girl. Like if you hire me. I usually don't take a lunch break. So, I have been working for this company for years. And maybe out of a month, you're supposed to get a break every day for an hour. I might have taken three. Like, that's just how I am. <laughs> like, when I go to work, I'm really working. So, when I get pregnant with my son, you you, you know how it is, ladies. You got what? nine men. Because y'all go to the appointments, too. We have doctor's appointments where we got to to. Yep, get yep. Three. So, now I'm like, I have to take breaks. And I need extended breaks. Because there's no way... I can be back in an hour. And that was a problem for my company. And I was like, but what about all those years? I never took a break.
0: Yep. Yeah. That
1: doesn't matter. And that was not the first time that I've ever had that experience. I always, on so many jobs, I would be the girl who never takes a break. And then that one couple of weeks I need to go get my nails done and it takes me longer than an hour, they're giving me slack. And I just wanted more grace than that. Yeah. Because I give y'all everything I got. But every now and then yeah. I need more than an hour lunch break, and I don't want mm. you hounding me about that. So with all those hormones going on, I was like, "I don't have to take <laughs> this," and I just made up in my mind I wasn't going to take this, <laughs> and that was how I got
0: out of there. What, yeah. man? That's a blessing, blessing. You yeah. like my play on words? All right. Listen. So, so let's continue down those next four years up until now. So. Tell me about the VAs. Tell me about how you, like, where you kind of started as far as services and how you expanded.
1: Got it. Yeah. So, year one and two was me. Year one was me. Year one was just blessing, putting everything that she could do into her business. Year two was me hiring friends, friends and family, and just trying to make it make sense for everybody and just dealing with those personal issues and, you know, thinking I'm doing them right, but I can't do and because yep. we're friends and because I'm yep. making this amount of money, they feel like they should be making more money yep. and they're counting my pockets and just doing the most. And I'm trying to be fair. So then I joined uh, a, um, a, another group very similar to Path to Prosperity. And even at Path of Prosperity, I can give them the credit. There was Ken Coyer was there. Yeah. Uh, I was the first time I heard about virtual assistants. And then how you can just maximize your efforts just by getting rid of all your minimum wage tasks. Yeah. So at this point, even with my sales team, I was the one that was doing all of the minimum wage tasks, all the tasks of connecting the dots and just making everything make sense and flow together. Yeah. So um I was just like, dang, they are right. If this is a minimum wage task. I don't need to be doing these things let me see how i can figure out how to delegate these activities so that's when my mind started going that direction and then my average pay that i was paying people at the time from america was like 15 dollars an hour and it was mostly under the table so no taxes are being taken out i'm a new entrepreneur and then learning about virtual assistants i'm like dang i can hire three workers for the price (laughs) of one
0: Let's go <laughs> Say that one more time Because a lot of people Ain't catch that And I got a virtual staff and Listen so I for me. have
1: three College educated individuals From mm. the Philippines For the price of one High school educated Ooh. person Let's go Let's go And that's how it That's when we really Catapulted it to the
0: next level I love it I love so it So
1: it went from What can I hold on to To I don't want to Hold on to nothing
0: I, I just want to <laughs> do What I want to do <laughs> Yes. All right. So that, that's the scaling piece, right? So uh, you're able to, to move and transition from traditional entrepreneur, hey, I'm paying folks out of pocket, friends, family, might want to have to cuss out some people and fight some people, but I'm going to hold back because I love you, to, hey, I have staff and I found a price point that works for me. Talk about your services and how, um, like, uh, I guess where you started and how you expanded
1: yeah i I don't know if i kind of just answered that but that's what it was guys like i was i was just doing a lot in my business and i was having a Then with the pandemic it just made it really hard to even find good help or (laughs) even feeling like you could provide consistent work for people because it was such an unexpected time and um even when i had to let some people go at that particular time when the first when the pandemic first happened they were like but that's not cool like you know it's not fair that we're losing our jobs i'm like i'm a small business walmart is closing yeah like big box companies are closing you think i can keep my doors open it's such an unexpected time right now i'm sorry So it just really, um, so at that time I went even from no friends and no family, like I had to go back to work 100% because everything was just such, so up in the air. Wow. Um, so then at that time, that's kind of when I started joining some mentorship groups, like kind of year one out of the pandemic and learning was just a different way. Yeah. So at this point I'm trying to hire American workers, but we have now gotten all the PPP loans, we have now gotten all of the, um, um yeah, unemployment. unemployment. So now we're making more money sitting at home than going to work. So even when yep. I was trying to hire, I couldn't hire. Yep. So learning about virtual assistants and scaling was just right on, on, on time because it's still, um, across several companies, you will hear them complaining about how hard it is to, um, to, um, find good help right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, so um, you know, my company, we source, as you know, VAs out of the Philippines. Can you talk a little bit about your virtual assistant team, um, you know, how many you have, where you source from, uh, some of the benefits? And I'm not trying to do a pitch for virtual assistants, even though this partially is, y'all, because the reality is blessings stumble upon something that can help a lot of people um, whether they know it or not. And I believe you have an ebook. I don't know if you, you got that done yet, but we can talk about that as well. But, uh, talk about your team a little bit.
1: Yeah. So right now I have five virtual assistants on my team. Um, three are sales and two are admin. And right around the time that you and I met and were talking, I forgot what role it was probably admin. Cause my yep. sales team and that company that I work with super solid. Nice. But the admin is kind of uh, hit um, or miss. Yeah. Hit or miss. Um so yeah, um I was looking to add on a few more people and then what ended up happening is I started having a conversation one of my one of my virtual assistants really wasn't doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And the company, I had to, I've had i been through a few of them with this particular company. And so I was going to just start working with them all together. And I think that's how I started reaching out to you and yep. the other companies to see how it could work. In between that call, the virtual assistant that wasn't really living up to what I wanted her to live up to, we had a heart-to-heart. And she told me how much she was getting paid directly mm-hmm. the, from what the company was paying her. And I was like, are you kidding me out of all of this? Even though hiring a virtual assistant through someone like Drew is still going to be everything and more like it's going to save you so much money but having that conversation with her i kind of felt bad that they weren't seeing more of the money yep so she became my first person that i just started working with like directly without an agency at all yeah so that's kind of what happened with you and i just her telling me that story i kind of just kind of took her under my wing yep and And i'll give you a
0: shot saved you some costs right because and and i want to give some context for people who are watching and I, i see uh Elevate with Vern just said she needs a VA. So DM me, and we can get something scheduled for sure. But some context, y'all, is uh, a lot of virtual assistant staffing companies will have one or two models, maybe both. My team, my company has both. One model is we do an agency-managed virtual assistant, where we go and source a virtual assistant, we assign them to you, and then we do all the back-end management. We do the payroll, we do uh, timesheets, we audit their computer to make sure they're working when they're supposed to be working, things like that. Uh Blessing, I believe, for the most part, has had mainly agency-managed virtual assistants. That's going to be a higher cost. There's other. Uh, there's another model where we do, we and other agencies will do it as well, a direct hire model. That's where you pay a one-time fee, and you we go and source a qualified virtual assistant for you. The mm-hmm. other option is you can go and find a virtual assistant yourself. It's not that hard, and I'm not throwing shade at any virtual staffing company, including my own, but there are certain things that a virtual staffing company can add value with by going and sourcing a virtual assistant for you and then giving you some training on the best practices and managing them. What Blessing found was, hey, I got someone who's being paid pennies and they're really talented and I can use them in my organization and I'm happy to pay them directly. So, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure there's some context before we continued, uh, But keep on with, with the story of, of this VA and how you brought them in. Because I yeah. was at... But I was also glad, because I'm glad it worked out for you.
1: Yeah, but you know, it really, even in all three ways, the agency is still not a bad way, even though you pay more money. Yeah. Because even that virtual assistant that we were just speaking of, and I gave the opportunity to, she really wasn't doing a great job, <laughs> which is one of the reasons I was going to, you know, do something different. Yeah. But then when I was able to pay her less money, I was like, well, maybe I could hold on to her for a little while longer, yeah. because... At the end of the day, I mean, what can, you know, it's not that much money. Yeah. But I said all of that to say that she's not with me now. What? And what yeah. Yep. 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 But using that agency, whenever I do have an issue, it's quicker to get a replacement. Yep. yep. My business is not down long. So when I yep. had to replace her, now I literally got to go search the yep. work and figure it out. When I could have just reached out to my agency counselor And probably had her replaced within a day. So, this kind of depends on what you have going on in your business, um, the amount of time you have to spend on that. So, for me, I'm not a big researcher. Like, I like getting, I like, I am the girl who will pay more money for convenience at the
0: end of the day. That's a bar. Mm hmm. Come on. And and this, we haven't touched on mentorship yet. We're going to transition to that next. But uh, paying more to cut down time, resources, energy expended on certain things, y'all is a valuable cheat code that the wealthy use. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if a year, two years from now, blessings on all these TV shows, and she's killing it in her space and coaching others on how to get into her space um, when she's there because she's using cheat codes that allows her to multiply her time, um, expend less energy, and step on the high value, high ROI type of activities
1: yeah that's a great point I, I just hired a new coach guys as we transition into mentorship and i was having buyer's remorse because i paid her a high penny and i was like you know i really feel bad because i really know all of this information i just need to do the work yeah i've been in other mentorships yep. and i just i need to do more um uh, what's the word i'm looking for i need to um thing it's right on the tip of my tongue um Implement the information that I'm learning. Like that's, it's not that I don't know what to do. I'm not implementing the information at a level of which I should. Yeah. And she said that's exactly why you do need the coach. So I'm telling Ooh. her I don't want the coach because I know what to do. She said, Yeah, you know what to do, but you're not doing it, Ooh. and you're going to continue to waste your time and do it at a very slow pace and 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 waste time that we precious time that we cannot get back you're getting a coach so you can maximize your time and stop having this to-do list linger from this month to next month to next year. Mm -hmm. Everything that's on your to-do list with a coach, we're going to knock it out. When she said that to me, I'm like, damn, she's absolutely right. Because we get to a place of comfortability. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, like Where I'm at is very comfortable. It's very easy. So I'm like, ah, that could wait. But we never know when a pandemic might come again. Yep. We never know when any life-changing, altering situation may come, and that comfort gets really uncomfortable really fast, like it did for a lot of us during the pandemic. My workers was like, yeah, this is great to like, can you lend me some money? I'm like, no, I can't lend <laughs> you any money, because we gotta we gotta be like squirrels and stock up during the, 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 the summer yeah. and spring seasons for winter. And so that's the lesson I literally just learned today, like so bad. I wanted to renege on our contract. Like, girl, I do not need to pay you $30,000 for mentorship. I know what, I know what to do. And she was like, yeah, you need to pay me $30,000 worth of mentorship. So we can be making seven figures in the next six
0: months. Oh, and I was like, come back. I love your coach. I love your coach already. Yes. Let's do this queen. (laughs) Come on. Come on. I love it. So, so, um, that, t- that touches on mentorship. Can you go back in time to your first couple of mentorships? Because you said you've – so, um, you know, what, what other mentorships have you been a part of? Um, and how is this one – are you expecting it to be different for the implementation side?
1: Yes. So when you want to know who I've been a part of, you want names, what do you want?
0: Um, You can call out either, the like if they have a mentorship group, like, like, you know, we're both a part of Path to Prosperity. There's Recession Proof. There's a bunch of, I guess, bigger names out there. If you want to call out names, that's fine, too. There's so many coaches and mentors nowadays that um, I think it's good to share that knowledge and information.
1: Yeah, I will say this. um, The main thing I'm doing differently is, number one, I guess I'm fairly new to the coaching space. I've always had mentors that kind of, like, were in my life from maybe church or just Mm. being around schools, just natural, like, I'm going to show you the way. But as far as, like, paying for mentorship, I want to say this is my year anniversary um, when I joined Path to Prosperity and I joined Neo's Inner Circle. What I did wrong is I joined too many at one time.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: All the information sounded really, really great. I'm like, I all of this in my life. That's Let's me. run the play. <laughs> but it was too hard to do the plays at the same time. So then you yeah. get paralyzed. You're like, yeah. I'm just not going to do nothing because I don't know what to yep. do. Yep.
0: Analysis, paralysis. So analysis, much information. Paralysis, Girl, analysis, oh my paralysis. You're speaking about thing. heart right now.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And it was group coaching. So on a group coaching call, it might be 50 of us on a call for an hour with the mentor and everybody's running their question or their problem, yep. and they're wanting an, an answer. Yep. And for me, it's just too much, personally. Like, I don't want to hear about Drew's problems and his virtual assistant oh, business. Oh, thanks, blessing. I my my back I got my own problems in my personal injury business. I've wasted 15 minutes listening to Drew. That ain't was not... <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I know how you really
1: feel. Now you know how I really feel. So I learned that one-on-one coaching works better for me. It's a bit more pricey, but we are talking about me and my issues the entire
0: time. Yes, yes, and I like that. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. So that—that's uh—that's the big difference between these other programs and the, yeah. the current. Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
1: It's like I can't hide. Like she's gonna be on my butt. Like, did you complete this from last week? What we just talked about? Now Drew's not taking up the time, and I'm like, yes, save by the bell. I didn't do my homework. You'll never know. Oh, she's going to know. And that's going to be embarrassing and it's going to be evident that I'm wasting my money and nobody wants to be exposed. (laughs) I
0: love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. All right. So I I want you to go back a little bit further though, just because you touched on this and I think we forget in today's environment where everything like uh, not everything, a lot of stuff, um, it goes through our cell phone and technology. A lot of us have mentors and coaches throughout our lives that we don't even think about as that, or we don't necessarily give them them, their flowers because there's so many big name coaches or coaching programs that immediately come to people's heads uh, when we think of mentorship and coaching. So um, can you talk a little bit about some mentors or coaches that you've had over your life just growing up?
1: Yeah, um, I've just always been blessed to be around solid morally sound people like I just got to go back to my mom for that um I remember one time and this is not really answering the question but kind of sort of in the seventh grade I was jumped by some girls and they 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 jumped me on public property and it was like seven of them against me I was by myself and there was several of them I say all of this to say that when we went to court the judge was going to give us all the same punishment because it happened on public property. He didn't care who started the fight. He didn't care that I was jumped. He just saw it. You all were fighting on public property and that's against the law. Yeah. It was because of how my family came, represented my teachers came and spoke on my behalf. My Mm. pastor came and spoke on Mm. my behalf. What we wore in the courtroom spoke on our behalf that they had to change their mind about my punishment, which was only fair in the first place. But it just, it was that level of just intentionally always surrounding yourself with. The right energy, the right mindsets, the best of the best. Wow! That that was the only reason I didn't get probation. Like those other girls who jumped me, and I didn't deserve it. Wow! So that was always around me, even from a young girl. So I've just always been able to entertain the right energy. Yeah. Um, I was speaking with some young women a few years ago, but they were in their early twenties, and I was like early thirties, and they were telling me how they were. Hold on, you in your thirties, girl? What?
0: Yeah, don't crack.
1: Black friend a whole 35 in these streets y'all a whole mm. 35 mm. and they were telling me about um how they had these friends and he was fighting in the bar and they broke out the window and i was like never ever ever would these girls be allowed to be my friends wow. like anybody that keeps a riff raff anybody yep. that gossips yep. anybody that's on a low frequency i don't entertain it like yep. i don't entertain it and that's just been my model my entire life I don't know where i got it from it just my mom, I guess it was you just know. there. Um, so again, when you have that kind of energy, you attract what you're putting out. Wow! So people will see me and just want to take me under their wing, like and just teach me and nourish me and pour into me because they, my energy was giving that I would awesome. receive it well and take it well. So for like I said, for so many years, just naturally people would just. Pour into me because I was giving off the vibe that I would receive it yeah. and that I appreciated it and I just wanted to return the favor for those who have done it for me. Um, my very first adult mentor that I would say that wasn't like school related or like a church mentor that just kind of expected yeah. was this guy who introduced me into personal injury. And he just poured into me everything he knew about personal injury. The day that I met him, he said, I'm going to help you make more money than you've ever made in your life. And that was 13 years ago. And today I am still working with him. I am still making money with him. And it's because my work ethic just matched what he was looking for. Uh, And, you know, I just never settled. I just never entertained people that like problems. And once that happens, you can't do anything but just attract the next level and succeed and soar.
0: Come on. Bars. Oh, my. I, I might have to bring you back like once a month and just have you drop gems because, Lord. Let's do it. They Let's accomplish. do it. All right. So uh, we're, we're at the end. And at okay. this point, it's really just me asking you the definition of a job of manure, But before we do that, is there anything you'd like to shout out as far as your business, your brand, um, you know, your your socials, anything like that?
1: Yes, guys. So, be sure to follow me and Drew. Um, just click on the the, the, the drop-down arrow at the top and make sure you're following both of our profiles. I am the Blessing Attitudes. There's really, I was working on a lot of different things, but I kind of narrowed those things down. So, it's just kind of two ways to work with me. As you guys have heard, when it comes to just life, like it's mindset for me, yeah. it's discipline for me is strategy for me is hard work for me. So if you need any coaching or accountability in that department, I do have a continuity group where we meet monthly um in this group and kind of discuss some different topics as it pertains to that. And then other than that, I have another continuity group surrounded around personal injury. So what it is that I do in my bread and butter is whenever someone is in an accident I help them with pursuing their personal injury settlements. This is important Uh, because so many of my clients would have never called these big television attorneys and radio attorneys because they feel like the service isn't for them. They feel like the injury wasn't severe enough. They feel like there isn't a case. They're just not aware of how it really works. So by God's grace, some kind of way he connects us. I pour into you the importance of you getting your money. You're entitled to it. I know attorneys, I know doctors let's not let the insurance company keep your money this is your accident your money that's the name of my business and i'm gonna help you get it i love it if any of those sound interesting to you and that's another thing like my business is not one like you say oh blessing i need you today you may not need me for some time but whenever you know of someone in an accident just make sure you send them my way and we'll be sure to make sure they're in good hands and you're, you're nationwide I am kind of nationwide. I mostly service Georgia because I'm in Georgia. I have okay. more connections in Georgia. Yeah. So if just call me and we'll definitely figure out what we need to do to make
0: it work for you. Okay. Either way, and my
1: number is 888-7money8.
0: Ooh! 888-7money8. You are not playing no games at all. Man. All right. So now, blessing, thank you for being such a blessing. What is your definition of a job opener?
1: Man, a jobpreneur is just someone who is going to get the job done. Wherever you are in your financial work journey right now, the number one thing that made me a great entrepreneur is just me being a great worker no matter whose job i was on if i was working for drew i gave him everything i got if i was working for the mac counter i gave it everything i got when i started working for me it was only natural for me to give it everything i had so when you start building that muscle of just going hard period no matter who is for and what you do because you're not doing it for them you're doing it for you it's just a natural progression for you to be your own boss and get all the money that you're entitled to and that you deserve. Come on.
0: Bars, and this is the perfect way to end. Blessing, thank you so much. I'm I'm just glad to be able to uh, connect again with you because it's been a minute. I'm going to have to make sure I just check in here and there because you are an awesome young lady, and, um, you know, your story is amazing. So I can't wait to see the seven figures, the eight figures, and more because I know it's coming.
1: For us both, yes, for it's us. coming
0: for us. Thank you
1: so much for having me Drew Everybody on the live Thank y'all for tuning in And I look forward to doing this monthly Like you said
0: Yeah. (laughs) Bye Okay, peace Peace I gotta say this Like, subscribe, share, forward Whatever other social media stuff you say so let Easy Money Drew and the crew know that you support, you understand, you get it, and you're learning. We appreciate it. I've come to that. Hey there, it's Easy Money Drew, Mr. Jabba Panor, and I'm super excited because you stayed till the end, which means you love the content that we're putting out, and I don't want you to miss a thing. So please, please, please hit that subscribe button so that I can make sure I get you more content that is all about highlighting job entrepreneurs, growth, impact, and finding your potential, passion, and purpose all while you grow to live your best life. Holla at your boy. Thank you for watching.